You are now listening to the Nick's State of Mind podcast, presented by Elite Sports Radio. And now, your hosts, Chip Murphy and Matt Castillo. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Nick's State of Mind podcast. Matt Castillo here alongside Chip Murphy. And the All-Star break already came and went. Uh, you know, before we kind of get started in here, Chip, I'll kind of throw something at you. What did you think of All-Star weekend? Uh, I thought the uh, dunk contest was abysmal. Yeah. Uh, not surprising. It was terrible. <laughs> but I loved the three-point contest. I thought that was a lot of fun. Three points always fun. Absolutely. Um, uh, the game... Uh, as always, no defense, uh, just, but, uh, you know, it, it, it was still had some fun moments, some highlight moments, you know, that the Steph alley-oop to Giannis was amazing. That was crazy. Uh, seeing LeBron and D Wade throw those alley-oops to each other, like in the, the Miami heat days, the Heatles days, that was wow. pretty cool. Um, and then just see Dirk in his last all-star game you know that was that was what it was that was cool after i mean dirk the dirk air balls in the three-point contest was pretty sad but, <laughs> but just seeing seeing dirk go out like that, i love dirk uh, right. i wanted him to be a nick so bad at, at some point but um yeah uh the uh the all-star game always has its moments even though there's no defense and it's basically like a pickup game <laughs> It's still fun to watch all the best players at the same time, I think, in the same game. Um, but, yeah, the the dunk contest was a disappointment, as it, as it typically is. Yeah, and I'll say this. You know, I thought Dennis Smith Jr. tried to put on a show, and he, had, he tried really complicated dunks, but, you know, it, it, after two or three missed attempts, I think it kind of just took away from it and – yeah, um, I was just gonna say yeah. that when you miss that many times, it, it's it's kind of like the Nate Robinson feel, where everybody was kind of like when he even when he won, it was like he missed thirty five dunks, you know, it, it just yeah. took away from it. So yeah, it, overall, I, I mean, it it kind of felt like it was here and gone by a blink. It just went fast. It just just uh, even even all the events. I think there was a lot of more of that stalling time with. Little cheesy stuff they did, you know, all the music thing. Um, but uh, it, it was all right. It was all right. Nothing, nothing too special about it. Uh, the commentary is great. Everybody that works at TNT is just—they're awesome. They're so Reggie Miller is funny. You know, Shaq, uh, Charles Barkley, those guys—they're—they're they're very entertaining. So if the coverage is good, it helps out. If the slam dunk contest sucks, kind of like what it what it has. So I will say that. Uh, but. Yeah, kind of what we got here today, um, there's this time where players, you know, the, the all-star players, they come together, you know, they, they do so much um, off the court, you know, before the, you know, Saturday night or Sunday, the game, there's all these events, there's all these parties, 
so these players are around each other throughout the whole weekend. And, and one thing that's starting to become really known about All-Star Weekend is that it's becoming a little bit of a recruiting um, opportunity for these players. You know, LeBron, sure, talked to AD. Um, you know, Damian Lillard, uh, I'm sure, talked to some people. Bradley Beal came out and said, ah, yeah, I, I was talking to many guys saying, hey, come to Washington next year. Um, so it, it has turned into a recruiting event as well for these players. You know, they're all friends now. It's, 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 we all know how this game is changing. You know, it's 15, 20 years ago, guys weren't talking to each other about teaming up. Uh, now that's that's just the way the league works. These guys are friends and they want to play with each other and they try to convince each other, let's do something special here. It's just a big part of All-Star Weekend now. It's just one big recruiting trip. Uh, and, of course, where we're going to go with it is these rumors uh, that has every Nick fan kind of buzzing right now uh, with video that surfaced. You can't hear the audio, by the way. We've got a lip read. Uh, but it certainly has intrigued a lot of Nick fans. And, of course, I am talking about uh, Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving's uh, conversation in the hallway, right in the tunnels t- leading towards the, the court in Charlotte, uh, where it appears, and, in, in, you know, again, you have to read his lips, kind of speculate body gestures. And, um, you know, Kyrie was talking to Durant. He held up two fingers, and it appears he said to him, that's two max contracts. So, we do know the Knicks have two max contracts available, with obviously the trade with Porzingis. So, Chip, I, I'm sure you have seen this this video, uh, and I'm sure you've seen a lot of people talking about it. What are your thoughts do you have any hope for these fans that are really thinking Kyrie and Kevin Durant were talking about New York, or was this just smoke? Uh, more of this uh, media hype that tries to build New York up, and then we fail, and we all try to figure out what the heck happened, because, you know, everybody thinks that every free agent's going to come to New York. So, Chip, what, what are your thoughts behind this? Is there some truth behind this? I think people are making too big a deal on the video, and I also think that too big a deal has been made by uh, Kyrie in his reaction with the media. Surprise, surprise to uh, their reaction to the video. Right. Um, I think as usual, Kyrie is being a little ridiculously naive about the way things work in today's social media culture. Uh, When he gets captured talking to Kevin Durant, um, this is going to be the reaction. Um, people are going to say, oh, he's talking to Kevin Durant about the Knicks. He held up two fingers. He's, he's talking about the two max contracts. You know, I think it's probably just more likely they were talking about some random thing. And like you were saying before we went on the air, it kind of looks like Kevin Durant may have been zoning out, not really listening to what Kyrie was saying. Right. At the end of that conversation. So maybe Kevin Durant, maybe Kyrie did say two max and Kevin Durant didn't even hear him. Though. <laughs> right. But uh, yeah, of course, Kyrie went off on the media and said like, uh, oh, you write for the fans. My life is none of your business, blah, 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 whatever. Like, OK, dude, whatever. We get it. You're the poor put upon millionaire. Right. 
right? Your life is so hard. We get it, Kyrie. Um, but yeah, it's just another thing. These two guys, man, I, I don't know how they're going to fare in the New York media. I really, I really don't. They're both so, uh, the two of the, two of the biggest complainers in the media in the entire league are Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant. I mean, I just don't, that's why I'm so, I, I hope of course that they both come to New York, but that's why I'm so hesitant to believe that they're coming here because right. of their attitude with the media. And because I see other teams in recruiting meetings and free agent meetings saying, look, I know you're considering the Knicks, but do you really want to deal with the New York media? And I mean, if they're like this in Boston and in Golden State, are they really going to want to come here and deal with this stuff? I, I, I just don't. This is why I don't see it. But my anyway, my feeling on the video is too big a deal's being made out of it. It's just too, like Kyrie said with his response, "I'm just talking to one of my best friends." You know, he's just talking to his friend, and. uh but I also think he's being a little ridiculous. It's, that's the way it goes at All-Star Weekend. Like like you said, all these guys are friends now. It's a different right. NBA. So, You know, it, it, it's – when I watched the video, and it, it does look like he does say two max contracts. But, again, you, you can't hear anything. All right? You, you, we don't know for sure. Um and it's one of those things where everybody's getting all excited, and it's just we we gotta we gotta tone it down uh, a, a little bit here. We we don't know if these guys are interested. Now I'll be honest with you though, I, I do feel there is a chance that Kyrie might be interested in joining the Knicks. That's just my gut feeling. I, I really do. And I remember when we were talking about it when he wanted to be traded uh, from Cleveland, uh, and one of the, the teams were on the on his list were the Knicks and it's just I know how the league is anytime some big free agents about to happen or or somebody's about to be traded the Knicks are automatically on that list because you know it's just the way it works I I do honestly feel like the Knicks might be in play for Kyrie Irving this year not saying it's a guaranteed thing I'm not saying we're gonna lock him in I'm not saying that but I'm saying I think that there is some truth that he might be interested in and, and being a Nick. So when I look at it, I kind of get hopeful, but I got to just, I, I'm telling others to just calm down a little bit. Maybe I got to do so too, so my hopes don't get up here, right here. Wouldn't that be something to have Kyrie and, and Kevin Durant all on the same team? But I, I just don't think this is, you know, people look at it as, yeah, they're definitely talking about the Knicks. We can't 100% tell that, and we're just speculating at this point. Uh, which is just something that we 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 shouldn't be doing, um, you know. I, I just it, it, there's not enough there. There's not enough there. Uh, one thing and Chip, you mentioned it that stuck out to me was that it looked like Kevin Durant was kind of just like, yeah, yeah, sure, yeah. Well, he wasn't really looking very excited and engaged in in this talking uh, anyway. Uh, so even if it is true, even if he was talking about two max contracts, maybe talking about New York, didn't look like Durant wanted to hear a whole lot of it, but. It could have been anything that they were talking about. It really could have. Now to bring up, it's just funny that you know Kyrie, the way he's frustrated with the media covering this, and and um, Kevin Durant, and this is kind of what I have been saying, um, you know, on my my radio show 
for a while now. I heard the, the great Dan Patrick say it this week as well. You know, they both sit here and claim, maybe not so much Durant, but Kyrie especially. Um, when he goes, I love it here in Boston, and if they want me here, I certainly will, will uh, I want to be here type thing. He said that right before the season started. And I remember saying, I'm not buying that. Because if that was the case, he would have signed an extension by now. If he really wanted to be in Boston that bad, he would have bought into them right now. And that is where, when he's snapping at the media or, or you know hating the way they're covering it, this is exactly why it's being covered. Because something is up. You're not signing an extension with them. Same thing with Kevin Durant a little bit out in Golden State. He says he doesn't want to talk about it. Well, if you remember, that's he talked about that a lot right before he left OKC. He kept telling the media, I don't want to talk about free agency. I want to focus on this year. Blah, blah, blah. The same message. And I think, you know, you kind of look at the trends. You look at the behavior. You got two guys that certainly are going to play uh, the free agent game. I really do, because if both guys wanted to stay where they were, they would have already had a deal locked up. They would absolutely have a deal locked up, both of them. So I think because of it, it is a a thing that it, the media is going to continue to cover like this, because I do think both are going to be in the game, available. You got to you got to sell it to them. I, I I'm still very skeptical on the whole Durant to New York thing. Um, you know, I know I have said, uh, I remember a while back when Kevin Durant opened a, um, a, a gym or, or some, you know, some sort in, in New York. Um, and I ended up doing a uh, little uh, story on it for Elite Sports, you know, and, and Durant said uh, in, the, in the, the story that he would, he's never going to play for the Knicks or anything like that. Uh, and I remember I put in there, don't, don't, don't say ever. Because you kind of always played the loyalty card in OKC, and then you end up somewhere. So I do know he's going to be in the game. I honestly feel that. I don't know if New York is on his list, though. Uh, but if these guys don't want it covered this way, then you don't sign a deal if you're 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 going to stay where you are. They're just they're not because they're they're going to play the game. That's just the way it is. Uh, so it's going to be continue to cover it. And I, I just wonder, Chip, um, you know, with this, the, the way All-Star Weekend is, you know, th- there isn't really anybody that is at All-Star Weekend for the Knicks, obviously, anybody that would have any power in the recruiting, and that worries me a little bit. And I wonder if, the, if that's something that you think could affect the Knicks here. You know, these guys are all talking. They're all trying to say, hey, you're a free agent. Why don't you come here? The Knicks don't obviously have an all-star. They don't really have anybody there to get into those talks. I know Dennis Smith Jr. was a part of Saturday night, but I don't think anybody's listening to Dennis Smith Jr. He hasn't no, you know I what I mean? So. He doesn't have that. Chip, does that is that something that concerns you a little bit that these guys are all talking to each other, but yet the Knicks don't have anybody no player to kind of sell, hey, come play with me. There's nobody there but the money. That's it. Nobody to talk to these guys. Does that hurt us? No, because that's not the appeal of the Knicks for these guys. The appeal of the Knicks is New York and the ability to 
be able to team up with someone else and go there. Like the Durant and Kyrie are talking to each other about going there. You know, um, they don't need to be pitched by someone else because they don't care about anybody else on the team. <laughs> they're, they're pitching each other on going to New York, you know? Right. So I'm not worried about a player. I, I'm worried about uh, David Fisdale, Scott Perry, and Steve Mills being able to sell Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving on New York. Okay. You know, and I understand that it's a lot of money. A lot of money, and you could lure somebody in there. But I just know how the game is now. Again, these players do have an influence on each other. They are friends with each other. Not having somebody really... To be in there like, hey, come play with me. There's nobody there from New York to really do that. That does concern me a little bit. It absolutely does. But, you know, we, we know the plan. The plan is, if you can get one, I think the Knicks have a good shot to match it up with somebody. Let's just say if Kyrie does buy in during the summer. The Knicks offer him a max. He takes it. I think having somebody like that certainly then obviously is kind of like a domino effect that the Knicks are going to fill that second one somehow, some way. If it's not Durant, somebody that's worthy of that max will take it. I, but it's if you get one, and that's that's the struggle, are we going to get one? But am I crazy here, Chip? Do you agree with me? If the Knicks were to get just one guy to buy in, do you see the Knicks being able to to get that second max and lure somebody else in as well? Yeah, I do. Because I think you're always more likely to be able to get a, a second. You, well, I, I'm, I know that you, that you can only get uh, a superstar with another superstar. Um, you need two superstars at least to win. And the way to get a superstar is to have another superstar to pitch one. Um. And, yeah, I think the two max slots, uh, that's how the NBA works. I mean, you know, the Houston Rockets needed Chris Paul. They used James Harden to pitch him to come there. Uh, The Lakers are trying to get Anthony Davis. They're trying to get LeBron James uh, to pitch him to come there. It looks like it's working. Um, Look, I I mean, uh, the Golden State Warriors with Kevin Durant, those guys got him to come there, take less money. Uh, that's the way it works. You need superstars to team up. And it's going to take two of these guys teaming up at the same time, which I guess is pretty unique. I don't know if that's happened since Miami. But, uh, yeah, they'll, it'll be uh, uh, since Bosch and LeBron want to join Wade. But... Uh, it, it will be unique in that they'll be walking into a situation where they won't have uh, anyone because they won't have Porzingis and they'll have to say, we're just going to be the guys and they're, they're going to be taking a big chance there. But, uh, you know, it's, it, it all depends on the number one pick, I think, too, because the Knicks are going to go after Davis, too. Right. And... You know, I want to wrap up uh, the show here with something else that's got to be on some Nick fans' mind. Uh, Chip, I know you're going to be well aware of it as a big Duke fan, but uh, the Zion incident last night, be honest with me, uh, did that frighten you? 
a little bit there. Do you, first of all, do you even view uh, Zion as the number one pick if the Knicks can get it? Uh, and did that frighten you? Because I about had a heart attack. Well, uh, first of all, he's unquestionably the number one pick. Okay. I think anything would be ridiculous to pass up. Uh, if you wanted any evidence that he should be the number one pick, you should have watched watched last night well and see how RJ see how RJ Barrett looked right without him last night. Okay, well said. Um, anyway, um, moving on. When that happened, when he blew through his shoe and grabbed his leg, grabbed his knee, whatever you want to call it, I yelled out loud. I screamed like, "Oh my god!" Right. Because I thought it's over. The the season's over for Duke, and I hope this kid's okay. Because this, I remember uh, guys, I, I, Kenyon Martin got hurt uh, at Cincinnati. I, well, eventually he was the number one pick anyway. But I remember when Kyrie got hurt when he was at Duke. Um, he ended up coming back for uh, uh, the tournament. And uh, he was the number one pick anyway. So it, it kind of felt like that briefly. Then they came out today and said he's going to be day to day. But every ex-player turned analyst has been on TV today. And talking head has been on TV today saying Zion should shut it down right. for the rest of the season and not play. And as a Duke fan, I'm like, look, I get why he would do that. I hope he doesn't. Right. Because, look, like I said, the evidence was there last night. Duke doesn't stand a chance to do anything without him. Um, I think that they win the championship with him. But, um, yeah, I totally understand why he would shut it down. And it, it's just it's, – it's unfortunate. It's an unfortunate situation. And he uh, – he has a he has a huge decision to make, I guess, if he's if he's actually considering shutting it down, which which I guess we don't really know if he's going to do that. But he's probably being told by multiple people right now to do it. Yeah, all I got to say is that that when I when I seen it first off, how does a shoe do that? Okay, somebody sabotaged it. That's all. That's, there's a conspiracy theory yeah. here. They don't want the Knicks to be somebody good. at Adidas. Yeah, yeah this is Adidas. a conspiracy theory, <laughs> and I'm and it's it, it's it's crazy. It's nonsense. How does how does a shoe do that? Uh, but no, I'm glad that you know Coach say, Coach K said that it's a day to day thing, and they're not going to rush it with them. And I hope he doesn't shut it down. I'm with you, Chip. But I would understand if he did as well. I don't think he will. I think you know uh, he, he's going to go try to win a national championship. You know, that's something to look back on in your career. I know. People are going to be screaming, well, is that worth giving up millions? I understand that, but some competitors are just like that. And I don't know what he's thinking, um, but I, I hope he finishes out uh, the year. But we'll see with that. And um, I'm sure that gave a lot of Nick fans some scares uh, last night. But we're going to wrap it up here. Uh, we'll be back next week with another episode of the Nick State of Mind podcast. Thanks for listening.